are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hark the sound is your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to Locked On Tar Heels podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun by following at Locked On Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 20% off your next order. So much to talk to you about today. We have got some great things happening for Carolina Athletics. We have the Orange Bowl, of course. We got Senior Banquet Awards. We got some opt-outs, unfortunately. But nonetheless, we still love our guys. We've got some Carolina women's team basketball news to share with you. Finally, we've got a preview some ACC startup starting up the season. We got to talk about that today. So there's so much to dive into. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I am certainly glad to be talking to you guys for yet another opportunity. Happy Monday, folks. It was a great week weekend to be a Tar Heel. UNC basketball won against Kentucky at the CBS Sports Classic. UNC Swim and Dive won three events at the Auburn Diving Invite. UNC Women's Basketball is now 2-0 with wins over number 18 Syracuse and Wake Forest in the ACC. Tar Heel football is getting to go to a bowl game, a New Year's Six Bowl, which has been so long since Carolina has seen some type of high-profile action during bowl season. And damn it, if that ain't some good news, I don't quite frankly know what is. So we are going to celebrate and talk about that today. As I mentioned, right, Carolina was trying to just blow out Miami just, you know, for kicks and giggles, right? But it just happened to be very indicative of the season because Carolina has been able to stomp on people all year. Got little slip-ups here and there. But nevertheless, Carolina has proven themselves worthy of being in a New Year's Six Bowl. And that's exactly what they'll do on January 2nd, 2021 at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida at 8 p.m. Eastern. So this will be yet another opportunity for Carolina to dominate in Miami. This will be the first time ever that the Aggies, Texas A&M, and the Tar Heels will meet on the gridiron. First time ever, Texas A&M is eight and one, eight and one in the SEC. Is their fourth? They they are fourteenth in the nation defensively in total offensive yards per game, and North Carolina leads the nation in total offense and ranks third in the country in total points scored. So I feel like a pissed off Aggies team for feeling like they got snubbed out of the. Uh, college football playoffs will be quite the matchup for Carolina as we head into that game. As we all know, Coach Jimbo Fisher was feeling a way of not, about not being in the top four conversation as opposed to Ohio State who happened to squeak in. So I'm sure they're going to take it out on all of us. We have not seen any Aggies opt out yet, but it could happen, right? There is still time, of course. Now, as I mentioned, talking about opt-outs, We've had a couple players already announce that they are not going to participate in any type of bowl experience. And hopefully they still get all the bowl perks, but you never know. It's cool. Either way, Michael Carter, our senior running back, has decided to take his talents to the next level along with Chaz Surratt and Deami Brown, who will forego any type of bowl activity. Javante Williams Still in that conversation, listening to people trying to figure out whether or not he is going to take his talents elsewhere as well. We certainly wish these guys the best. It is an unfortunate situation when they can't play, but at the same time, 
they did not owe us a season in a pandemic. So I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> they played for, can, can you imagine? We've watched Michael Carter, Javante Williams, Chasserat, and the crew play, and Deami Brown and crew play for us for free during an entire pandemic. I really don't understand you working adults who are angry about that. I don't get it. You know, like it's been hard enough. We're all experiencing something. Can we just, can we just love on them? Like we can love on them and not win the game too. Like that, that'd be okay. It's a bowl game. They don't owe you anything. And remind you during the regular season, they don't owe you anything. So all of this hype and intensity is just not warranted. And I'm starting to get a little concerned about your fandom like enjoy it for what it is but my gracious relax <laughs> take it down three <laughs> come on back you starting you starting to get away from yourself remember it's just a game okay cool got it good now let's talk about some of these senior awards the 2020 senior banquet awards the eddie J and joe allison clary smith strength and conditioning award went to michael carter the john swafford rehabilitation award went to senior patrice renee the Bill Komen Award for Outstanding Achievement at Academics, Athletics, and Leadership went to Taman Fox. The Don McCauley Be the One Award went to Kieran Johnson. The Art Weiner Offensive MVP was Javante Williams. The William Fuller Defensive MVP was Chaz Surratt. I can't say MVP to save my life. Can you tell? The Carl Snavely Special Teams MVP was British Brooks. The Charles Justice team captains were Sam Howell and Michael Carter. Defensively, they were Chaz Surratt and Jeremiah Gimmel. And on special teams, they were British Brooks. So shout out to these guys for doing big things, winning very important awards for their squad, voted on, I'm sure, by their teammates, which is even more profound. But again, congrats to the guys for making it through the season. Can we, can we get there first before we're doing all the extra shenanigans? Like, seriously. I just, I just want to know. It's, it's kind of being OD. Like, you got to relax here. If you're that intense about these guys not playing in bowl games, check your, check your privilege, okay? Let me, let me just say that. Check your privilege if you're not, you know, supporting these young men for all that they've done. Of course, it's a bummer. Of course, we want to see them dominate and play Texas A&M. Of course, we want to be able to say, you know, ACC, FC, like we are, you know, we can stand with the best of them. We can stand up next to a solid SEC team. We can do all that. Great. However, we still have Sam Howe. We still have potentially Javante Williams. We still have Joffrey Brown. We still have you know, some other guys, Emory Simmons, who are going to have to step up. We have, you know, Eugene Asante from defensively, who are going to have Jeremiah Gimbel. Like, we have players. We might not have the best players available, but that's life, right? We're going with the flow. Y'all didn't learn nothing in 20. Y'all telling on yourselves, okay? <sighs> I just try and woosah because some of y'all just doing too much. And I, I don't understand. It's not that serious. Just enjoy it, okay? Cool. So that is what we're going to do come January 2nd. We're going to enjoy our New Year's Six Bowl, and that's going to be that. Now, in doing all that, we're going to celebrate responsibly. And the only way we can celebrate responsibly is if we have a mountain cold refreshment that's made to chill. I know these days everything is go, 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 and it's nothing but hustle all the time with your work, your friends, trying to survive COVID, all of that stuff. You've got to get a beer that's literally made to chill, and that is Coors Light. The Coors Brewing Company Golden Colorado drink is going to just make sure 
that you celebrate come January 2nd with the Tar Heels. Now, I celebrate responsibly every single time when I want to unwind. And the only way I can do that is with Coors Light. So when you get to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. Now, are you ready for some football? I know I am. I'm especially ready for bowl season in general, and I'm really excited for all these big matchups, but there is only one place that has me covered, and there's only one place that I really trust, and that's betonline.ag. You guys got to sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. That's right. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use promo code locked on to receive 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Your sports online sports your online sports book experts betonline.ag. Cool, cool. All right. So, we have got more to discuss here when it comes to Carolina Athletics. I just Really need you guys to get in the focus of the fact that we have got some solid teams from every side, (laughs) okay? Women's basketball setting up to win their second ACC game in overtime against Wake Forest. It was quite the matchup. Carolina was not showing signs that they were trying to back down whatever. They squeezed in a few extra minutes of playing time on Sunday afternoon before their holiday break by beating Wake Forest 77-74 to in overtime at home. It was the first extra time game this season for the Tar Heels, who now are sitting at 7-2 and 2-2 and two and two in the Atlantic Coast Conference. While they had to, you know, re- avenge that lost the first time from the Demon Deacons, so they were ready to stay together, motivated, and playing. We had Janelle Bailey leading the squad with 19 points and 12 rebounds. Both were team highs for her second double-double in the past three games. Freshman guard Alyssa Utsby scored 15 points, all of which came after halftime. Kennedy Todd Williams came off the bench for 10 points and 10 rebounds, while Petra Holinska, I'm going to get that even better as I get through this season, I promise you that, hit double figures with 14 points, seven of which came in a 52-second span to close the third quarter. So Carolina just happened to get back up in that ACC conversation. They had one game at a time. As Coach Courtney Banghart has told us many times, again, you've got to make sure that you don't make the same mistake twice. The last time we played these guys, we had nine free throws. We weren't going to live with that stat again, and today we had 31. Not making the same mistakes twice is critical for a team that wants to have success right away. So shout out to the ladies for getting it done yet again on the court they are ensuring that they are not going to repeat past mistakes and that's what i'm feeling like listen i tell you they're giving that energy to the men's team because they could use all of the good juju when it comes to getting rid of some bad habits and that's exactly what the guys are going to need as they head into these next parts of their season right It is going to be not a game for the Tar Heels. But listen, if you're planning on betting on the Heels this season, it doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Locked on Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, they've got you covered. Get daily picks and quick hitting advice to make the smartest possible wagers. Subscribe to Locked on Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get 
podcast. All right, so we have got the Carolina women's team getting that matchup for us. But more importantly, let's talk about the Kentucky uh Carolina game, if we will, right? We want to talk about the fact that Carolina, you know, I don't know how you call this, right? Let's let's go break it right now. They started out with slow. <laughs> Kentucky decided that they were going to shoot the three ball good because they had an all season, and that's you only know that Carolina, whatever it is, they have this juju about them that says, "Hey, if your team doesn't shoot three points well." Just come on and play the Tar Heels because all of a sudden you will find your stroking rhythm because that's usually when it turns on. And that just so happens to be what happened for the Tar Heels. Kentucky's Davion Mintz scored 17 points, making all three of the Wildcats three-pointers and grabbed eight rebounds. He came out hot. And of course, I was like, here we go again. But credit to Carolina for not backing down. The team of old, as Armando Baycott mentioned, this is just not that team. They're not making the same mistakes twice. Armando Baycott scored 11 of the team's high 14 points in the second half Saturday when Carolina beat Kentucky 75-63 at the CBS Sports Classic. Kentucky who is having quite a season. I don't know if you guys saw today, but they're already having one of their players who has to take a little time away <laughs> from the program per John Calipari. And it's very interesting that he put that on social media, but hey, this is the world we live in today. Kentucky is now sitting at one in five and has lost five in a row for the first time since Calipari became the coach in 2009. Player of the game for me, however, has to be my man, Hunter Graham, with a nice throw. Kerwin Walton scoring 13 points with, along with his fellow freshman, Caleb Love, who had 11 with six assists. Kerwin came in off that bench, honey, and he was doing his thing. And I appreciate it, right? He doesn't have to cut his hair ever for me, all right? I'm, I'm cool with it. If that's what gets him in his groove, doing a little fro tap to get himself going, I will I will let it ride, right? I do need Carolina, though, to get in the picture of figuring out how to utilize their bigs and feed them, and that comes from guard play. I think that they can still step that up so much better than they do, right? I still think they have got to find a shot outside of – or find a shot in the three-point range. I, they just – I mean, 25% from three right only 42 percent from field goal percentage period for the whole game may 62 percent from free throw cool i'll give you that but this is the first game during a, from a real tough opponent that you got out rebounded let's talk about it it's also the first game that you had less turnovers than your opponent let's talk about it <laughs> right okay we're now understanding that we are getting better with controlling the ball we're not making a lot of mental mistakes great now can we use that further <laughs> And just take it away from teams and make sure that we capitalize on our offensive play and be confident in our offensive play because it just seems like we're still not confident in how we're playing our game, right? It still feels like we're scrambling at the last minute. It still feels like we're trying very hard just not to mess up instead of attacking we're trying hard not to blow it. And I just want us to be confident, like, yeah, you're going to make mistakes. That's what happens when you're learning your way of being and you're not able to perform at a high level because you're still you're still in scrimmage mode. But you're, you're not in scrimmage mode. We're in ACC play mode. We're in, you know, having to have our feet under us now. We're flying. We've got our superpowers, okay? If you live on Twitter, you know what I'm talking about. You have your superpowers now. There's no excuse. Cool. 
Got it. So Carolina came up with the win again. They are now five and two on the season and they start ACC play tomorrow. If you are doing nothing else, you better be listening to Locked on Tar Heels because we've got an exciting crossover episode between Locked on Tar Heels and Locked on Wolfpack setting up for you guys. It should be fun as we get through tomorrow's game. I'm super excited about it. Because I feel like Carolina is just, you know, geared up for another good year, right? They are trying to come in and dominate their performance against, you know, all their ACC opponents. Because let's face it, you got NC State at 7 o'clock. It got moved up because the Notre Dame-Syracuse game has been canceled. And after that, you got a nice a baby little Christmas break. And you're right back into it with Georgia Tech. And then you got Syracuse at Miami. And then you're in Clemson at Florida State and Wake Forest and so on as we get through the year. So we're just trying to figure out how to take it game by game, week by week. And there's not a lot of time to sit and dwell, which I think that Carolina has responded to nicely, right? I think that I, they've had some tough opponents already to get them through the season. And they've shown themselves that they don't hang their heads too low. They don't let it come, you know, beat them down. But I do believe after a while, Maybe let's have a conversation about the fact that this starting lineup is just too sluggish. Can we just see, you know, (laughs) can we just maybe have, you know, I don't know, just a hint of a different lineup. Just see how it goes. Just see how it goes. And then maybe we can just go from there. Right. If, if, If it turns out that, I don't know, Garrison might just take a little break, take a little breather on the break to start the game. Let's let's start day run. Okay. I don't know. It might work for us. We start day wrong. Let's see if it's explosive off. Now, he might get four fouls within the first 20 minutes. But I'm willing to bet <laughs> Coach won't have him in that long, right? So maybe if we just, you know, just see how it, just see how it goes. I don't know. I'm not a coach. I know. I can only write up so many scripts. But I do believe that, you know, Carolyn want to try something different. That's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm here for it. That's all. Cool. So let's talk about that more. More importantly, let's talk again about some of these football players, their opt-outs, but they made some all AP teams. And so I want to have that conversation to end the day next here on Locked on Tar Heels. All right, folks, as you know, I am on this new fitness journey since retiring from swimming. I have been looking for great treats to stay fit, but keep me nice and toned. That's why I've leaned on Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. With 18 amazing flavors that are 100% covered in chocolate, Built Bar is even more delicious. If you're a health conscious person like me, you'll enjoy Built Bar because it's a low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, and great for the keto diet. Head to BuiltBar.com now and use promo code Locked on and you'll get 20% off your next order. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson host Locked On's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt give you the national perspective all around NFL, covering all the latest news and insight every game, team, and move around the NFL. Get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday with the Peacock and Williamson podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts. All right, so let's finish up the day here, right? We have got to talk some exciting news. I don't care what you say, you know, whatever you feel about, again, these guys opting out. Cool, do you, but do that in the privacy. Don't put that on nobody's social posts. We don't want to see that. We're just trying to celebrate. The AP All-ACC Carolina football team 
includes first team Javante Williams, Chaz Surratt, Michael Carter, and Deami Brown. Shout out to our guy for making the AP All-ACC team. The second team includes Sam Howell and Joshua Zudu. Okay, what they do do, period. I'm super excited again to celebrate our guys for having another great season with that was one, not owed to us, but two was, I mean, I think we reached, I mean, we exceeded expectations. Now, mind you, when I first started this show, if you've been listening long enough, you know, I said we were going to be 11 and 0 because it was a pandemic year. So you had to go all out, right? You had to just say, hell, damn it, hell, everything else is going to shit. You might as well just throw it out there, right? (laughs) Throw it out there and say, why not? Why not Carolina? Why can we not be the team that I honestly feel like we've always been? We just got to get out of our own way. So listen, period, Pooh. I'm just, I was 11 and no energy. And then of course, when the UNC Charlotte game got canceled, I was like, all right, no worries, no worries. Don't, you know, I'll be a little bit tougher, but here we go. Won that Syracuse game. And I was like, yep, see big energy. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I didn't know Syracuse was that bad, but fine. We got up to that Florida State game. Boy, I was nervous. I felt the nerves. And then we got up to that Virginia game. And I said, something about being at nighttime. Carolina don't do well at night. And, you know, we dropped two that were very important. But I said, you know, they're going to rally around. They're really going to dominate this Notre Dame game. I feel it. I feel it. Notre Dame's just there, whatever. Whew, did not go that way again. But lo and behold, you want to talk about being surprised? The best surprise came at the end of the season when Carolina knew the Orange Bowl was on the line and they decided that they were going to do us right with that Miami performance. And I just, how can you ask these guys to play anymore? <laughs> Why not go out on a high? Why? That was probably Chad Surratt's best game. Why would he play in a bowl game and potentially get played, get himself played and lose picks in the draft spot? Are you crazy? Like... It's, got, it's a chess moves, big big dog. Chess moves. You know, he's put enough tape out there. He don't owe us nothing. Why would why would you go up against one of the top defenses in the country and get swallowed up in the backfield, Michael Carter? Why would you do that? No. Mm-mm. Go ahead, Javante. You better, I'm telling you, Javante, it's your time to opt out now. Stop playing with us. But more importantly, of course, Deami Brown, you have nothing else to prove. Heaven forbid anything happens to you. Mm-mm. Nope. Go collect your money. I'm totally defined with the decisions that they made. I'm happy to have them play as long as they did. They literally won five games in their first two years at Carolina. They owe us nothing. They've done everything for us. <laughs> the Carolina is in good hands as we get ready for next year. I think we're going to be even better. Our defense is going to actually do a damn thing. So let's just all celebrate what it is again as I reemphasize that to you guys, you crazies out here. <laughs> who are taking this far too seriously. Enjoy it for what it is, okay? We're all just trying to survive this good old here pandemic, all right? So I'll see y'all tomorrow. We'll talk UNC versus NC State full crossover episode. It should be fun, all right? Don't you guys go anywhere. Make sure you tune in and subscribe to all of the episodes, all right? Make sure you leave a review, five stars, all that good stuff. Happy Monday, folks. Hope you have a great start to your week. As always, go Heels. You are Locked on Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.